Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the NI Golf Channel podcast episode... 76, MJ. 76. And it's kind of our year-end... Wrap-up. Tell everybody how much we love them. Bonus edition, kind of what happened back in 2019. Tiny look ahead to 2020. Can you believe it's And coming up on this episode? In no particular order, we're going to be looking back at the Open Championship, which obviously was such a big event. And we'll hear from the Champion Golfer of the Year, Shane Lara. Who you were in the company of? Yes. Did he buy in reverence to your chairmanship? No, he did not. Okay. I'm not going to start that again. Okay, yes we are. Uh, one of the great stories of 2019 came right at the end when Clandy Boy's Johnny Colwell earned his Turcard via Q-School, and Johnny will be joining us for a bit of a natter. And we'll also hear from the amateur champion, James Sugru, plus much of... Much more nonsense. So, uh, before we get underway, a bit of news. It's been a few weeks since we uh, recorded a pod, and we need to mention a couple of things. First up, Graham McDowell named as a host of the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open for 2019 and... 2020. Yes, two years. What do we think? I think he'll be fantastic. I think he'll do a great job. He's a very uh, sociable fella. Very sociable fella. Uh, Will he have the same kind of intrinsic level of detail and involvement that McGinley had? No. No. I think he's more ambassadorial, maybe, more sort of figureheady. Yeah, I can't see him coming over and spending six weeks beforehand making sure everything was all right at the venue. He'd be leaving that to his European well, I tour friends. I think, I think he'll be in Morelli's making sure they've got a proper flavour of ice cream. And <laughs> <laughs> know. So that's 2019, which, by the way, is set for Mount Juliet. 2020. Who Looks knows? like 2020. Port Stewart. The word is, is going to be in Port Stewart, right? There's no official word from uh, the European tour as yet. I was making some polite inquiries this week. No official word yet. It's all over the world that it's going to Port Stewart in 2020 because they had the AGM. Yes, and, and the next and that and that night somebody tweeted it out, <laughs> and it was on the radio the next morning. <laughs> Guilty as charged, Your Honour. <laughs> Straight away. Straight away. So as yet, there has been no formal announcement, though it would seem likely, given how Graham has been tied in for two years that he would obviously want to do it at home so Portstreet it seems right Hollywood's Tom McKibben topped the boy, Bridgestone Boys International Order of Merit while nice golfer Robert Brazil great name Robert Brazil won the Bridgestone Order of Merit and another amateur news Brian Hutchison was installed as chairman of the GUI Ulster branch at the recent ADM I was at it you were at it is that you hanging up your chairmanship boots or different, are you different organisations oh you're the whole of Ireland I'm currently the Irish Golf Riders Association's chairman which is why Shane Laurie was doffing his cap and buying in reverence at the Irish no, Golf Riders dinner the other no, night no he wasn't stop that nonsense uh, here good year for Tom though great to see yeah 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 he's, he's, he's ticked on another wee bit got himself into the senior side still only 16 got that uh, tied down for the college in a couple of years' time. Who knows? Hopefully, he'll he'll, he'll bulk out a bit over the over the winter. I don't know if he will. <laughs> he's like so tall. I God. know he's really Greyhound. tall. He's what really about, tall. And here, what about um, the Walker Cup? You're not seriously. Th- do you think? 
who knows? It has been muted. It has floated around already. That he could force his way in. You never know. Another big win. I suppose he'd have to be part of the conversation. You never know. Yeah, good point. Well done, Tom. Fantastic year, young man. Uh, champion Golfer of the Year, Shane Laurie, as we mentioned, has been clocking up the awards lately. He won the RTE Sports Personality of the Year Award. Who else could win it, really? Do you know. Well, Katie Taylor. But yeah, yeah, but you know. And was named Association of Irish Golf Riders Golfer of the Year 2019. Yeah, yeah. Presented with his trophy by Mr. Paul Kelly. Yeah, yeah. It was what did good. he get? What did he get for that? He got a nice little frame. A frame? A framed picture of himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also collected the Irish Golf Riders Professional of the Year yeah, Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's Shane talking about how the win at Portrush has affected him. Do you reckon it's going to change how you feel about things, how you feel about yourself, your life in general? I probably would have said yes. Um, it probably will change a little bit. I genu- genuinely don't feel like a different person or anything different than I was before Portrush happened. So um, from now on, like from, I'm just, I just have to keep being me. I just have to keep being the same person I am. And I think um, there's been a couple of times this year where I, I've gotten away from what I do best and that's when I haven't played my best. So I think we've talked about it over the last few weeks and going forward over the next year, I think for me it's just about waking up every morning and going out every day and trying to be the best person you can be. And, and I think if you do that, and I think it's a good lesson, a good thing for anyone to do, if you do that, the, the end goals will always take care of themselves, you know? Well, it's a 10 years, and ten to eight years, it started with an extraordinary Irish Open win as an amateur in Valtrey, and it has bookended with this Open Championship win, also in the Ireland of Ireland in Portrush. I don't know what the next ten years has in store, but you set the bar pretty high. But to call yourself Open Champion at the end of 2018 after those wonderful first ten years must be the most wonderful kind of dreams of your life feeling when you stood on the putting green at the Nesfields all those years ago, just put for the Open. Yeah, no, I, I suppose whenever I started playing the game, like they said earlier on, I started playing the game because I loved it. I fell in love with the game. And then I think I'm such a competitive person that when I started it actually become okay at the game, I wanted to see how good I could be. And that's never going to stop now. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's incredible. I never, I never thought standing you know, in Esper Hills 15 years ago that I'd be sitting here someday with my name on the Clara joke and it's just, even just to talk about it like that, it's just, it's, it's incredible and, um, you know, it's great for, like I said, it's great for my friends and my family and anybody who's been involved with me uh, over the years. So how was the night? It was just uh, last week. We're recording this on Tuesday. The what's the date today? Seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, seventeenth, seventeenth. Right. Uh, so when was the event? It was at the weekend. There. Yeah, it was last Thursday. So it was ah. last Thursday here. So yeah, it was a lovely event. We had with Shane. Stop rubbing yourself. You keep farting about and rubbing your <laughs> knee and stuff. You're, you're twitching. Stop twitching. <laughs> So, so what happens at these swanky golf do's? We'll have to get you down to one of these swanky golf do's one of these days, just for the hell of it. We sit around and we reminisce about the great year for Irish golf. It was a spectacular year for Irish golf, and we'll go into it a bit more later on. But, you know, you sit, there's other golf journalists there, people from around the industry. Cormac Sharvin was there. Leona McGuire joined us. So what if some of the great and the good down and then us. And then, then us journalists. Uh-huh. But it's a nice nice night just to sit and chat about golf that's, that's happened and 
look ahead to the And, and where was it this year? It was at Port Marnock Links. Port lovely. Lovely, lovely place. Rattle on. Yeah, um, the Open was certainly the highlight of our golfing year and it's hard to think that it's happened almost way back in July. It's a bit like Christmas. Well, you build up, build up, build up. For, for five not. years. It's over. It's over. But we want to sort of obviously t- to really think about what it was like because six months later, you've time to properly kind of f- f- focus on what, what, what you were left with, uh, as opposed to... I still to. haven't recovered. When you did an awful lot of running about. Six days we were up there, or sorry, eight days we were up it there. It felt like we were and, there for a fortnight. And running around the whole time, yeah. doing bits and bobs. Yeah. We've still got loads of footage that has never seen the light of day yet. <laughs> you know, so we really have to do a wee compilation video be and get it up of just us farting about the place. You're carrying on, taking video. There's some good stuff, you know, from the practice, yeah. ra- from the range and from the practice That's areas. That's right, none of the Practice. All that stuff. Uh, so we'll need to get that up soon. But um, so we had a few questions, Morris. What was your best moment of the Open on a personal level? Cheapers. What does that mean? Um, what was the thing that you, you remember most? Oh, well, standing in the grandstand yeah. in, in the in the media huddle whenever Shane was coming down the 18th. Yeah. That's, that's were you were you in behind? You were at behind, right behind it in the wee media. I was behind the the green. Yeah, yeah in, in that the, little media that area closure place. Okay, yeah, it was yeah. high up, and it was bunged to the rafters, yeah. like literally yeah. bunged to the rafters. Well, well, obviously, Morris, you were standing there, and you're relatively tall. You're not the tallest, but you're relatively tall, so you could. See. I, of course, <laughs> couldn't see a thing. There's a famous picture doing the rounds of me just basically my nose and eyes doing over the top of the top of the barrier. <laughs> However, the RNA took pity on me and slipped me away a wee inside the ropes. Oh, get you. Right then, just at that moment. So I was able to run down around the side and get in along inside. Oh, yes, inside the grandstand. Inside the grandstand. Yeah, yeah. And inside, there I was, me, Jimmy Nesbitt, Graham McDowell, Barry Carrington. Eye level with the green. I, yeah, watching Shane come in there. Now, that was a fantastic experience. Yeah. But the... Saturday of Shane's ride, you know, the 63. Yes, well, that's unbelievable, yeah. And then um, everybody starting outside and the ole, ole, uh-huh. ole, and it was like a Ryder Cup. <laughs> and that was that. That's the, the, the thing, really, that I would take, take away from it, even more than 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 being inside ropes, which was great. But that was that was incredible. I never thought I'd hear that. Well, on, a, on, a, on a selfish, personal note, inside the ropes on the practice day, yeah. following Tiger. Because oh, I've yeah. never seen Tiger up close. Oh yes, you've never so, seen him had a shot even. No, no. Well, I saw him at Carnoustie. Yeah, um, but, but he waved at us. Ah, he waved at us. Yeah. yeah, but no, this was actually inside the ropes on practice day, literally five paces behind him. Yeah, following up the fairway, yeah. uh, up the sixteenth, up Calamity. Oh, brilliant! You know, and it was just just un- unreal to yeah. see him so close. And he, yeah. you know, he was just pra- he was yeah. just practicing, and practicing. he wasn't moving too well. Do you remember? Wasn't moving too well. It's no, cold. And there's a wee bit of that footage actually on this. Okay. The video that may appear at some stage. <laughs> but when you get a, some time. A, yes. On a selfish note, that yeah. was probably, you know, really, yeah. really good. Yeah, to how see. close were you able to get? Oh, literally three steps away. I was right behind them, walking but, the whole way up and, okay. you know, doing a wee bit of footage and then standing inside of the green and following them through the crowds. And That was early morning? That was probably about midday maybe. So we'd eat. Was, that, was it one of the days it was wet and you were trying to avoid the rain? No, it wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't too wet now. But, uh, and there was plenty maybe of Maybe 11 o'clock, actually. I can't remember off and once of word head. once word went around that he was there the crowd suddenly arrived uh-huh. so that was that was pretty cool yeah. but the, the whole event was just unreal yeah. you know so yeah was there anything about it that surprised you apart from the size of it we were taken a 
back for the size of the thing. Yes. When you see just going in and, and seeing the the numbers of journalists in it. But was there anything about it that you went, bloody hell, I didn't expect that? I don't know. Uh, didn't expect Darren Clark to walk off in a sulk after <laughs> missing the cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, clearly you don't know that. should know better I, I should know better <laughs> uh, but uh, no I don't know really well, you were expecting it to be big I was expecting it to be big I was expecting it to you know blow your socks off I, I thought in terms of the organisation it was at a level that I didn't expect right to the, to the last sort of thing the thought of everything even to the stage where you know the final day they were concerned about the rain coming in and the bad weather oh, it's and they had a contingency plan for doing the, the ceremony inside yes like it was just oh, the detail the detail the attention yeah. to detail was incredible yeah the, th- the thing that probably well I say, I say surprise it probably didn't surprise me but it was maybe from our point of view or from 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 golf yeah. journalists point of view mm-hmm. it's incredibly you know they're they're very protective of the brand mm-hmm. you know and we couldn't do our vlogs willy nilly or whatever yeah, like, the, be, like we would do like the way any other any event. other tournament yeah, yeah. So, so you had to be in a specific place with the branding in the background yeah. to do your your vlogs and all that that's kind right, of stuff right. so they were very controlling of the brand mm-hmm. probably more than they need to be really yeah. because you know the vast majority of all the sort of golf media that were there are seasons golf Experience. media who just do the job yeah. now that's not to say that you couldn't get access to the yeah. players if you really wanted to mm-hmm. you, 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 obviously all the media stuff was there and if you wanted some of the lesser players mm-hmm. there was a nice wee area just outside the main media tent where you could grab, grab. Mr. Sugru or yeah. grab whoever and say would you come and do a wee quick bit with us and that was, yeah. all, that was all fine, that's fine. but it's just the how, how important the brand yeah brand uh, RNA brand the uh, open they open yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. but um, uh, and then the final question I was thinking about afterwards is did you actually enjoy it because I remember walking away on the Sunday and I was just wiped uh, exactly Slept for two days exactly um, and, and you're thinking to yourself after all the build up was it an enjoyable I didn't enjoy the golf because we didn't get a chance to enjoy the golf yeah. strangely because yeah. once the tournament started I was pretty much in the media stuck tent in, stuck working. in there doing reports for the radio station right. and bits and pieces bits for us blogs and whatever um, and, you, and basically and we're going home and Facebook live I know it was, it was busy busy <laughs> busy, busy. But, and basically you're kind of just watching the feeds yeah and reacting to the TV, you, you could literally be at home watching it live on TV. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot more information comes into the media tent, yeah. and the scores are instant, and all this kind of stuff. I agree. But by and large, you, you don't get to see too much golf. No. You know, practice days were great. Yeah. Uh, that's where you know really we could enjoy it. And but. well, it, it's become like we've been doing this for two or three years, and, and our answer to people when they want to go to events now is, if you want to go to an event and get access to players go to practice test yeah because you get up close and you can stand there and yeah. you know they're a lot more relaxed and you can see it you know and yeah. they'll sign autographs and Shall all that and yeah. know what they're doing and it's all part of the marketing but it's interesting Morris that you know th- remember there was a clamour for it to come back really quickly yeah that seems kind of died down a wee bit yeah, yeah so there's been nothing so I would say we'll see what happens now over the course of a year we sometimes get the opportunity to play some really nice courses let's be honest the odd freebie comes our way 
Who cares? We're gonna, no, not not apologising to anybody. Disclosure? I'm not apologising to anybody. Do we have to do Mark. disclosure now? Is that no, the, is no that it's the, the truth. Right. People probably know. But for example, I was at the Hinch this year, so that's one off the that's one off the bucket Ooh. list. Hello to everybody in the Hinch. Great did you, spot. Did you play? Did. Right. Head of the Irish Open. That's when Des Smith took a favour off me, but we'll not go over that. My favourite round of 29 had to be when we both got the chance to play a Royal Port Rush. We did. We got the chance twice in the build-up. We did. Fantastic. But there was one day when the sun shone and we played in stands were up and we were playing down the last and three or four of us, three of us in the, in the four ball all had pars. Yes, but that was also the one of the worst rounds of the year for me. <laughs> The expectation was high. The excitement levels were high. I thought to myself, just as a one-off for the first time ever, I was going to get a professional caddy. That's right, you are going to get a caddy. So we got a caddy and I played like an absolute yeah, tube. Yeah. And the whole caddy thing put you off. The whole caddy thing and just too much going on. <laughs> didn't didn't particularly enjoy the wee mats now, but you can understand we were off mats because it was, you know, it was just a, a, about a month out from the open, uh-huh. so they're not going to let us hack lumps, up the turf. Take lumps out of the turf, <laughs> pristine like it was. Um, but I wasn't playing great now, uh-huh. so... But you did get back another I think I back into it uh, towards the end of the round. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but there was another round not that long afterwards that you played a bit better. There was, I played a bit better. When you do caddy and just were by yourself uh-huh. like normal. Uh-huh. <laughs> The taking the caddy thing, that's worth a whole podcast in itself. Well, see, that's why I wanted to do it, just, just for the experience. It. Yeah. And it, it didn't leave you feeling like you would do it again. No, because yeah. it's, you know, he was, I think he was a played off two. Yeah, the caddy. Nice, brilliant lad. Great, great, great lad, great golfer. Yeah. But sees the course and sees the game different from maybe yeah. a 13 early camp. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, I went out then the next time, yeah. just had my wee laser, uh-huh. just played my normal shots, yeah. played a bit better. Played better yeah. um, so, and yeah. Can I so always feel like Caddy put you under a bit of pressure? You nearly want to show off in front of him. <laughs> like if, if I thought I was playing well, I thought I could, yeah. you know. Then I probably would do it again. Yeah, just to see. But yeah. Um, but yeah, no. But it was it was probably the best one of the best rounds of the year and one of the worst rounds of the year yeah. all on the same day. So oh, because of the experience of, the of playing the course. Yeah. yeah so. so what about your favourite places then this year? You had a couple, didn't you? Uh, yeah, a few few nice outings this year. Obviously the uh, annual Ryder Cup. Um, so we played the Ryder Cup and Northern Ireland won the Ryder Cup right. beating the Southern Media I wasn't there this year the Southern Softies you weren't there to pull us down at Lockern wasn't at it Lock Earn, two days at Lockern so that was good um, and then we also had another outing called the Stenoline Media Masters oh, very nice. which was nice because that was played at Druid's Glen uh-huh. and at Powers Court okay. similar kind of format um, it was the ROI or was the Irish Media versus GB Media this time so okay. the GB all came over on the ferry right. played the two courses so Ireland won 9-3 uh-huh. that time Ryder Cup we two also wins. won two wins unbeaten what was the common what was the only common factor in those two Victories? Morris Jack. Well, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> but now that you bring it up, yes. So Parish Court and, and Druids Glen were great. I'd never played. Play, I'd never played either of uh, Druids or Parish Court before. Uh-huh. So that was that was pretty spectacular. Okay. So excellent. Right. Enjoyed that very much. So kind of on the on the one of the best news stories in, in twenty nineteen was Johnny Caldwell, um, who earned his tour card at Q School, uh, and the Clandy Boy golfer is joining us now. When you were going into the week, you'd been playing quite well in terms of consistency all year. You narrowly missed out um, at the at the Euro Pro Tour. So, like, what was the confidence levels like? 
Uh, conference levels were good, yeah, like you say. I'd had a reasonably good uh, good season in terms of scoring average and consistency and being in the top 10, top 5 a lot of weeks in the Euro uh, Just really like getting a win, uh, which you kind of have to do on that tour. Um, yeah, now, I finished 7th in that order of merit, which actually would have got me my status off that tour because two guys above me were moving out anyway through the Challenge Tour. So I kind of had the, that Challenge Tour status wrapped up. Um, by finishing seventh, um, so Q school again, the, the, the pressure was off a little bit, um, but obviously I wanted to get that full status in the challenge tour. Johnny Morris, what about you? Um, how how difficult is it just to keep the motivation up and to keep the positivity going whenever you know it, it, it's up, you're up against it? Um, well, I mean, you kind of have to stay positive in this game. You know yourself. You know once once those doubts sort of creep in and you lose that confidence. And um, you know the game goes pretty quick from you, so you really you really have to stay positive. And obviously, over the years, I've got better at that and got older and a bit more mature. So you know that helps. That helps to have done it for so long now that you kind of understand the game a little bit better. And in terms of sort of the practice regime that was in place, that was still the case. You were still practicing hard. You were still putting in the hours. Absolutely, yes. Um, probably not as many hours, but but better hours, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, it was better structured practice and. Uh, workout regimes and and knowing when to rest and when to work hard and uh, and knowing when to almost take a couple of days off here and there to, to let yourself unwind a little bit. Uh, you can do too much sometimes, I think, uh, yeah. with, with golf and and, and almost go, uh, go from bad to worse sometimes by by trying to get out of a, a rut. Absolutely, Johnny. The early season for you now will be kind of key because I know you you might get into some of the the big events in Saudi and all that. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, so so what's it looking like? I presume you'll be hitting South Africa and things like that. Yeah, I'm going to South Africa here just in the new year. Um, plan on on heading out on the second actually to get get a bit of warmer weather practice uh, before that South African Open. Um, obviously, I had a week there in Leopard Creek, uh, which was a lovely start. Um, yeah. Tied 14th, which is yeah. a great start, and got some points on the board. Um, so yeah, just you know, obviously continue to do the things I'm doing, and hopefully uh, the scores will reflect uh, how I'm playing. And, and the reaction, Johnny, the reaction to 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 you getting that tour card's been incredible, hasn't it? The everybody clammy by and wider. It seems to be a great sort of great affection for somebody without being rude. Somebody who's been there and been there thereabouts, been around for a while. To, to, right. to make it back on the tour, it's a great story. Like we we we're considering it one of the the really good news stories yeah. of 2019. Well, yeah, like you say, you know, I, I got my card straight out of college, um, Q School 08, and played 09, and kind of threw myself right into the deep end. I didn't really know what to expect and what I was doing and the travel, and you're kind of on your own a lot. So I mean, to, to go through kind of 10 years of bit of challenger here and there, and a lot of mini tours and. Uh, jobs in between even you know to be back is yeah I mean it was a bit of a shock for everybody really but I mean it's such a high as well yeah yeah now and the nice wee check to start the year off 20,000 lovely wee Christmas present all that sort of thing that's right yeah obviously nice to get a start like that you know I probably made close to the amount of money I made all year in the Euro Pro in one week so I mean it shows you um, so usually what's available there to, yeah. to, to be to be made, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny, we've talked a bit about about the age of maturity. Do, do, you know, everybody matures at a different rate. Are you at the stage now where you've got that experience? You've been there. You've been round the block, as we're saying. Is this what's going to stand you hope going forward? Well, I hope so. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, like I say, playing. Uh, 
that well, that one year on the main tour, I, I got a lot from that. Then obviously coming back down to the lower tours, um, even just the travel and, and knowing, like I say, when to practice, when not to practice, when to take your time off and rest and and almost just think about the game as opposed to standing on ranges, battering balls and, yeah. Yeah. and all those sorts of things, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope that's going to stand me in a good step. It should. And, and who are you working with? Are you doing any work with anybody in your swing at the minute? Or who, yeah, who's the team called? Well... Yeah, well, I've been working with uh, young Patrick Small, who, who teaches a lot of the Blackwoods driving range there. Um, been doing quite a bit of work with him over the last year, which has been which has been great. Um, really getting the game in good shape. Um, I've started with Richie Marsden, um, up Johnny Foster's uh, place there with my putting, and um, strength and conditioning coach Graham Burgess there at Hollywood Golf Club. So you know, I've. I've, I've there's one thing I wanted to do this year was really set a team in place and um, kind of move on from there and hopefully gain, gain uh, confidence through working hard at the right aspects of the game. And is there any one event apart from the Irish Open that you're looking forward to? Um, I would love to get into Valderrama, <laughs> the Spanish Valderrama. I've never played it. It's one of those courses that uh, that I'd love to play a real bucket list one, so uh, I would love to get into it. Yeah, we were just talking, we've been talking a wee bit um, about our sort of favourite courses that we played during the year. So I'm sure you've played some nice tracks over 2019. What would be your standout venue of the year? In 2019, well, it would have to be Leopard Creek there at the end of the year, yeah. only a matter of weeks ago. Yeah, um, I've played it obviously a couple of times, 09 and 010. I've played... Um, but it's changed a little bit in terms of uh, some new tees and new grasses. So I've played a lot different than what I remember, but still just a wonderful place in the Kruger Park there. Lots of spectacular views and, and just a great golf course. Well, Johnny, have a, a fantastic 2020. Enjoy it. It's, it's going to be a belter year for you. And uh, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Thanks, mate. See you. Happy Christmas All the best. to you too. Cheers, bye, mate. Bye-bye. Great to see Johnny do so well. And a nice guy. I played with Johnny one time, actually, around Clandy Boy. Did he just arrived up on the tee beside you? No, I, I was invited to play by a chap, and <laughs> one of those embarrassing moments. So this was about four or five years ago, maybe. Uh-huh. So I arrives on the tee, say hello to all the boys. Oh, what about you? See this guy who I vaguely recognise, <laughs> but can't place him. And I goes over and I says, oh, well, how nice to meet you, blah, blah. And I says, uh, you remember Clandy Boy? Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I says, right, what do you play off? Plus four. And I, so then I said, <laughs> rocked back in my heels. I went, you're Johnny Colwell. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those times, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's only when he got really close, he realised who he was. Well, no, it was just, it was just dumb, stupid. Yes, yeah. But uh, the, the abiding memory that day of Johnny was the par threes. Mm. Now they were playing quite long that day, so you know he was playing off the off yeah. the backs. There were I don't know what one eighty yards, something like that. Every single par three, he stitched it to about four feet or less, like unbelievable. It was like throwing darts. Yeah, it just it bang, and and one of them was literally like a foot away. Yeah, it was just like whoa, and the play was playing soft and it was receptive, and he just bang on the number and that's the thing and I just went jeepers there's yeah. the difference there yeah you know yeah, the yeah, consistency yeah. and the accuracy yeah. of the shots at you know 180 170 160 yards just like it would unreal. be one of the great stories of 2020 if Johnny goes on does really well and, and keeps his card because like he's come from a place where you know at one stage Johnny was working in a pro in a 
in a golf shop. Yeah, he was like he was. It was going to be. It was nothing was happening. You know, it was. It was all. It was all. He looked like he was on his way outdoor. Couldn't get sponsorship, and then some people in Clannyboy got the guy and give him that, give him that edge again, give him a few, help him get back out, playing, find a new appetite, and away he goes. It's absolutely brilliant. Well, and such a such a good lad, you know. Other notable things about twenty nineteen, then obviously the Open was big. Obviously mm-hmm. the Hinch, the, the Irish Open, Open was, quite was fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah. the ISPS hand at Galgorm simply because of of the, the, what we're trying to do and bringing ladies and men together. Fingers crossed, could be back. Has there, well, I was going to say, has there been much feedback from that from the sponsors, particularly because uh, they put the dough up? Yeah, and ISPS Honda were very impressed with, and European Tour were also very impressed with. So I think what I would say is keep an ear to the ground over the next six to eight weeks. Okay. There may be an announcement. Oh, a wee bit of insider info there. Yeah, a wee bit Dish of dirt. Come on. No, I could possibly comment. Oh, see you, Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the Irish players, Morris, Rory obviously did well. Shane did well. What about the rest of them? Well, obviously the highlight of the year for uh, for me was Rory winning the Masters. Oh, sorry, that's next year. <laughs> that's next year. I thought we weren't allowed to Silly. say the M word. The M word. We're allowed to mention oh, no, the M word. The M word. Uh, Tiger, you know, unbelievable. Yeah. Totally. We never back. We never. We never stop. Well, believing. I think you'll find that you didn't. But I said all along the Tiger had at least one more major in him. He would probably win another tournament in 2019, which it turns out he won the Zozo. <laughs> I can't believe it. The things you see. Listen, you you rewind. If, you play back the podcast that you hear. <laughs> you were just like me. We were sitting here last year, all the talk of Tiger with the Masters. Not a chance. Not a chance. Quite incredible. It was quite so that's, incredible. You know, arguably. One of the big, yeah. big highlights of yeah. the year. You know, so. I never, I you could have given me all the money in the world that Tiger Woods was ever going to win another major. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, you know, the same way as I told everybody Shane Laurie was going to win the Open Championship and then back Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> uh, you know, Tiger's right up there with my great and absolute pointless things that I've ever said. So, would you put Shane above Tiger, obviously? I could, we have to. It's, it was just yeah, such a because of what it was. Such an event, such yeah, a great win. Sixty three on the yeah, Saturday, and, and like you know, first open back in 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 this part of the world, an Irish player wins it. Shane's won it, won in Royal Portrush before. Like it was just perfect. Yeah. So Shane, number one, moment of yeah. the year for me, definitely by, by a fair bit. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, Tiger, pretty incredible. I agree with that. Yeah, goes in there. Then I'm gonna go. Even though McElroy's had a hugely consistent year, uh-huh. like he's up there, I think probably number one in a lot of yeah. the stats. Yeah, yeah. Has had four wins. Pretty amazing, mm-hmm. um, including the FedEx. I don't know. I think maybe Kepka. He just, he's obviously number one in the world, yeah. but I think he edged it in terms of just being that smidgen ahead of McElroy. Okay. Interesting. Well, he had four out of four top fours in the majors. Mm-hmm. But didn't he? Okay. I think he was top four in, in the four majors. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure. He um, won. He won. He won again, didn't he? He won again. He retained the PGA. He's, he is when he gets up major. That's his. Fo- that's his fourth major. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's number one. Um. Ruthless, so, domineering when he's at his best. Yeah. You see, I think doesn't give a damn. You know, puts it up to people, and and the thing is that turns people off. But I think it's brilliant. I have no problem with somebody saying some of the things he says when he turns around. He backs it up. Yeah. And I can't wait for next year, Rory against them because oh, I know. I, let's, I, let's not overplay that. But I don't care about anybody says. I think it has put it up, Michael. 
particular wee bit, I, and I think I, I think it's put a bit of wee bit of fire which in his belly, great, which is great. great yeah, but I don't, I don't want to play it up too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so he um, he was second in the Masters, tied yeah. second in the Masters. He was second in the U.S. Open. He won Beth Page Black, uh-huh, yeah. and he was fourth, uh, tied fourth in the Open. Oh, that's incredible. So four top fours in the majors. I've just yeah. checked. Yeah. So you know that's that's hard it's to consistent beat. Golf, that's consistent really. in the majors, especially. And really matters. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, McIlroy, as I mentioned, four wins, um, number two in the world, nineteen top tens. Yeah, his most consistent year ever. Players, Canadian Open, Tour yeah. Championship, and the FedEx, yeah. and the World uh, Golf Championship. Yeah. Champions. The only thing was missing from where he was a major. Was a major, yeah. And he will probably look back on Royal Port Rush and think to himself, "What the hell?" <laughs> you know what I mean? That 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 one could probably stick with him for a while. And if look at the Friday or the, the Friday, yeah. Oh, what a incredible. what a round. What what a dramatic round as well. Uh, also high on my list of highlights of the year: two of the ladies, okay, Stephanie Meadow, uh huh, and Leona. Brilliant, yeah. So Stephanie, clutch putt. Can't remember where it was she was playing. Oh, but what a putt at the end! Oh, what a putt to secure her card. She needed it, yeah. And Leona then just for grinding it out and grinding it out and grinding it out over the course of a year. Leona was actually down at the Irish Golf Riders dinner, um, and she was in great form. She'd be heading off soon, early in the new year for the first couple of tournaments. Needs to get off to a pretty fast start. You know, then people when they're out on tour, you need to try and establish yourself quickly again. You know. Yeah. Rambo Big Johnny at the John Ram Kind of What a player uh, My concern for Mr Ram Is that he's trying to be too nice on camera now <laughs> And come across as all sweetness and light Whenever we know from personal experience <laughs> He's not Just because he fell out with you <laughs> So let's not play the too nice card Rambo yeah. Let's just keep it real okay. Stop being this big oh, 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 Yeah I'm so he's grateful He's married and all He got married last week That'll know. be him tamed Let's not let's, you know, He's starting to get a bit sickening <laughs> <laughs> I'll maybe not say it to his face next time I see him. <laughs> no, but, he's a big lad. But race to Dubai, obviously. Yeah. DP great. World Championship. Brilliant. Ten wins in three years. He's, oh, had, he's, like, he's Yeah, he's, he's a money-making machine. Including the two Irish Opens and yeah. two Spanish Opens. Yeah. So, uh, fantastic year for him as well. Mm-hmm. Fleetwood did well. Yeah. You had him back for the Open. <laughs> <laughs> Second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Play. So, he had a good year. Uh, who won the US Open? <sighs> Oh, Mars, I wish you wouldn't throw these things at me like that. Uh, uh, I know, Gary Woodland. Exactly. Good year for Gary Woodland. Yeah, but he's been very quiet. He has been quiet since, since yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, he was... Still he was an open win, an open win. Um, Suzanne Patterson, I'm surprised you haven't brought up Suzanne Patterson. Winning the Solheim Cup for the for Europe. Uh-huh. What a result. Another clutch putt. Clutch putt. And this was a woman who had already played any competitive golf for 18 months. She'd had a baby. <laughs> and then she disappears again. And then she's she back retires. to bed. I've done it. I've won That's how you walk out. That is how you finish the year off. Just drop that putter. That's me. Done. It's exactly. never going to be better than that. Uh, what did we make of the new schedule? Um, a load of nonsense. You see... It, and uh, by the way, it's going to get worse next year. Oh, we have to put the Olympics in. That's true. So it's got even more concentrated. Even more condensed. It's an absolute farce with thing. They need to deal with it. I have to say, from our point of view, 
uh, from the podcast mm-hmm. and the Golf Channel point of view, we definitely have taken our foot off the pedal yeah. because of the way it has been concentrated. Yeah, yeah. And, and it just felt like the season oh. finished. Once the the Open Championship finished in July, regardless of what the tours tried to do to hype it up with playoffs yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff, do you know what they need to do to get it back on course. More Vernon K. They need more Vernon K hosting European Tour shootout challenge Honda nonsense on t- that, Docklands. That'll bring the, That's what bring the punters back in. Bring the punters back in. No. Simon Alice, take it from us. You need more Vernon K. Am <laughs> <laughs> I being crude? <laughs> was that down in your notes? <laughs> no, it wasn't down in my notes. No, but was, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah, so it didn't really, didn't really work. It just felt that it was, it was over. Contrived. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's obviously they're doing it for for American viewers. American, everything's geared yeah, yeah. towards American TV, and they like it all. They want it all done before the start of American football season, which is mental. So, how does the European tour? Speaking of Simon, how does the European tour? Um, how does European tour combat this? Well, because they still need the viewers, yeah. they still need the advertisers, mm-hmm. they still need the sponsors. Yeah, well, their, their Rolex series was right at the end of the year. Then you saw their attempt is the Rolex series when the hope that the American season started sort of wound down. But as we know, they have a wraparound season, the yeah. players are still playing there. They did get a couple over to play because it's a lot of money on studio but it's still not drawn the Rolex series still isn't drawn the punters like that DP World Tour massive massive money uh-huh. bigger than, than some of those other events over there, and they still don't come over so the question is is it the tour is it the travelling is it the what is it it's they couldn't be arsed they get paid too much exactly they get paid too much to sit in their arses in Florida or in Arizona and, why, and to play the tournaments in the States why bother why would they need to they don't need to they don't all need the world to. ranking points are on there so the European tour is struggling next year just for the record if people don't remember the Irish Open's now in May and that's because of the concertina season uh-huh. and, and it's always going to be like that until something dramatic happens within American golf. You know, if Tiger quits again, does sing start sliding again? If the European tour slipped you two million, would you play Saudi Arabia? No. Okay. Not a chance. <laughs> By the way, the ladies European tour announced an event there in Saudi Arabia the other day. And that seems mental to me. Ladies European tour event in Saudi uh, Arabia. McElroy obviously next it as well. So Yeah, he mentioned the fact he wasn't going. Uh, other highlights of the year. Twenty nineteen really was the culmination of the madness of Mickelson. <laughs> I think he really went over the edge this year. And I think he's really gone far side chats and uh, oh, some of them are so oh. awful. Some of them are cringe. The cringe, and then he went on a coffee dad. Uh-huh. The whole thing with his calves. I know, but did you see the shape of him? He looks. Oh, he looks I awful. Did, I did, what? He looks awful. Was that photograph of him in the sea looking like uh, James Bond? Oh no, he just looks like he's lost too much weight. No, Mars, that's not good. Uh, not I thought good. it was all right. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> How did I do it, Phil? What's your, what's coffee your dad. Coffee uh, dad. Was it a coffee? That's dad? what he's doing. Some sort of coffee dad. Wow. Coffee. And bit. then uh, the final thing that I have noted down. A couple of things actually. Um, Jordan Spieth. Do you remember him? What happened, Jordan Spieth? Where did he go? That is a Jordan Spieth didn't even play in the President's Cup team, uh, So what's happening there? Yeah, that's... He, his game was built on that sort of ability to get up and down everywhere. And, but he's and so hyper. But, but he's so hyper. And he's put so much pressure on himself. Maybe you're right. Maybe he just, just 
got too much. Who knows? But maybe he'll have a good off season. Yeah, get his act together, come back. Good to say. Can't say it. Good there you go. And the other thing that I have down is our shankers of the year. Oh, we now we had some fun with that. Person. We had some belter shankers of the week yeah. nominations over the over the year. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are American. Most of them are American, <laughs> apart from uh, one Mister Sergio Garcia. He had a very bad year, spring brat year. Who I have down here is the second biggest shanker of the year. He, he he just seemed to be very unsettled all year, unhappy with himself. So what's got what's going on there? What's I the don't crack? know. He's got another child away now as well. So so what did he do? He, do you remember he he, he was in Saudi Saudi Arabia? He ripped up the Thrash, place, thrashed the bunker and stuff like that. Is that the one that we did the video for? Yeah, early in the uh, season, yes, uh-huh. thrashed the bunker. But even then, he seemed to be. He, now he didn't win again later in the year, so he didn't seem to get himself back. Didn't he not? Yeah. Didn't, did he not have a take a chunk out of some other course <laughs> for, in America? He's, yeah, he's had a bad year. In terms now, where was it? <laughs> Memphis. <laughs> right. And then, wasn't he throwing clubs at the Open? Oh, I didn't see him doing yeah, that. Yeah, he threw a club at the Open. So you right. weren't, in, you, you know, you and, and Spanish golfers, were you anywhere near? No, like, luckily, no. No. Um, so, Sergio's number two. Right. Number uh, three. Number three, uh, one Mr. Patrick Reed. Oh, what a legend that man is. He's a gift that gives on giving. Oh, and, and again, recently. <laughs> yeah, with President's the whole bunker Cup. Thing bunkers. And the President's Cup, yeah, yeah. And his caddy. Patrick needs you know what Patrick needs a little time in a naughty step to sort of self out you see I kind of I yeah. swing I swing between loving him I, and then going okay you've gone too far yeah, yeah but I don't think he's as bad as people make out oh. but he but because he sucks it up them oh he does he sucks because it up he, he loves up it. it he loves it I know the so, more that so get that's on that thran side of my life <laughs> Yeah, that's the, a very Irish thing. Uh, but, <laughs> but the cheating side of them, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, so Patrick Reed number three. Yeah. Uh, number four, we have to mention Bryson because he got three nominations this oh, year for did. Shanker of the Week. Oh God, what was he like? So all of his every right. time he opens his mouth, something stupid. Nah, he's gone a wee bit quiet over the last. But you see what he's done since? No, what? He's been like you. He's gone to the gym. Well, he's been like me. Bryson has bulked up. Bryson looks like I'm playing rugby. Was oh, this the next thing? This is, is Bryson's next thing. He was hitting the ball over the top of the net in the Presidents Cup. You want to see him? He's like some sort of rugby player. He's, so he's so he's actually out of distance. He's, 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 he's out, out of, of distance, 20, but he, he looks like a, a, a bodybuilder. Unbelievable. He just, just you know what I mean. You just want to. Well, it's simple physics. <laughs> well, Club so he head says, speed. So he is that says. What he's saying, is it? That's what he's talking about. Well, he, he needed right. more speed. Club head speed. <laughs> you want to see him? Distance. He's like, are he properly beefed up? Like, I wonder what his club head speed is. Uh, oh, he's doing one. something at the President's Cup. You could probably dig it. It's probably over one eighty. He was hitting it clean over the top of the of the fence at the President's Cup, and you can imagine how far away that thing is. But number one, the biggest shanker of the year, he by has quite it. a long way, which actually started back in, was it January? The yeah, very, very start close, of the very year. Close, yeah. El Toucan's favourite player, Matt Kutcher. <laughs> who Mr. Smiley did, face. Didn't we say that mask has slipped big yeah. style? Because it was something happened, was it, was it towards the end of last year, mm. with Sky Sports? What do you mm. Was it Coulthard? Yeah. Andrew Coulthard and he went over for a quick chat with him on the microphone and he totally blanked him right blanked so that him. was the start of it and then we had not paying the caddy then we had not paying the caddy and then saying five grand's a good week for him then we had the thing where he was removing sand do you remember he was removing the sand in the oh, bunker the bits, the tiny I need to take out some, some loose uh-huh. impediments took out three or four handfuls <laughs> then there was the whole the ball plugged in the fairway yes. when it didn't can plug get, in the fairway can get relief getting relief from oh, the plugged every, ball oh he was another boy he was another man I kept on giving oh <sighs> So by far, 
Shanger of the Year. Congratulations, well done, Matt. Congratulations, Matt. Congratulations, Matt. Congratulations, Matt. Legend. Balloon. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much all of my sort of memories of the year. Pretty good. So, uh, pretty good. So, those are your memories. What about, what are you looking forward to? Uh, Christmas, yeah, oh, two weeks off work. Yeah, gee, lucky. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward. Obviously, the, the M word. Yeah. The big start of the real start of the, you know, Season. that's looking forward to that. I, I really hope his nibs brings it home, but we don't want to mention it too much here. Speaking of which, um, he's up at Hollywood Golf Club this week okay. doing a whole big golf pass. Okay, yeah, he invited some, some youngsters yeah, for Yeah, so they did, a, they did a big competition to come and have a golf clinic with Rory at Hollywood, which is really nice to see. And he's, he's doing a bit about the, the new facilities oh, up there good. and stuff. So um, so it'd be nice to, to see him getting get that. I think he's spending uh, Christmas at home this year. Is he? I don't know. So it'd be good to, uh, it'd be good to see him do the, the uh-huh. M word uh-huh. um, apart from that I'm not really looking forward to too much it's not take it as it comes yeah the Olympics I'm looking forward to the Olympics this year because well, Roars is going to play Roars is going to play Shane is going to play yeah. as well hopefully fingers crossed and then Stephanie and Leona will also be in the team mm-hmm. fingers crossed Ooh. so like you know great you, contingent got a, lot, a really good group of players there so fingers crossed those are the, those are the sort of things I'm looking forward to Mount Juliet as well if the hours open Absolutely. because never been there never been there that's right so that'll be on our bucket list at some stage uh, we we may even revisit the NI Golf Channel vlogs no next Morris. year no Morris because people have been asking where are the videos because we like the videos yeah. to be honest the videos took a bucket load of effort yeah. <laughs> way more than we expected than when we, we started expected. it was just the whole uh, so, so the, the, pod, the, the podcast is easy yeah. Yeah. we turn on a microphone talk nonsense yeah. and then bingo bongo right yeah. the vlog side of things took a lot more effort a lot more editing Proper a lot range. more finding clips a lot more going and filming things yeah and if we can get the time, we'll maybe do like a wee Facebook Live now and again. I think that would be a good a idea. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's this time of the year where I reflect on what could we do different or what could we do next year. Start in February, torture me. I know. So, uh, so, the, so the vlogs may come back in some shape or form yeah. in the new year. Yeah. Uh, and apart from that, we'll just do our thing. We'll do the usual, won't we? We shall wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good luck to everybody and see you all next year. Adios. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.